Welcome to the Strange Harbors Podcast, a weekly discussion of all things film and television. Tonight, I'm joined by Amir Toure and Derek Wong. So, we've been doing a lot of film and TV reviews lately. We've been covering streaming, wide releases, indie films. I think this week we wanted to do something a little different, switch gears a little bit maybe, and talk about a fun little topic instead of covering an actual movie or show. This week, we're going to be talking a little bit about movie trailers, specifically what makes a good trailer, what makes a bad trailer, what are some of our favorite trailers, and how the trailer format has really changed over the years. So, casual shoot-the-shit episode, I think. Do you guys have anything you guys want to start off with, or...? I'd like to just maybe start off with the general discussion of, like, what do you guys remember from trailers when we were younger to, like, I guess versus now right like kind of the evolution of trailers because i think it's it's pretty fascinating right when doing research for this particular episode i went back and watched the trailer for the original star wars a new hope and it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) i've seen it it's bad it's pretty bad it's got like this weird voiceover it doesn't like excite you really it's like very like mysterious and ominous and yeah it's not the vibe of the movie at all. There's like a category of trailers, right, where it's so good, but then when you watch the movie, it's so bad, right? Or it doesn't live up to maybe what you were expecting from the trailer. This is kind of the opposite, right? Like this trailer probably wouldn't have got me excited to watch this movie. And then and then when you watch Star Wars, you're like, oh, shit, it's Star Wars. But also you're in 2021 exactly. watching like a 1970s yes. trailer, right? Exactly. So here's the funny thing. I think trailers have kind of lost their magic a little bit because of how easy it it is to right yeah how easy it is to access them you know because i still love movie trailers but i used to love Mm -hmm. movie trailers like when you go to the movies and like the preview section of the movie came on like that was the only place you could see them yeah that was the only place you could see them but now like when i go to the movies i've seen every single trailer that's already going to be playing in front of the whatever movie I've seen. I've, I've already seen it on, like, AppleTrailers.com or Twitter or social media or YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really, like, like hunting down these trailers, like, as they're announced. So, like, when I go to the actual theater, I'm not, like, at all surprised anymore, you know? So that's really changed for me. So you're not, you're, you're not surprised... You're not as excited, but you do get to rewatch a trailer. Like if it was good, you're right, like, oh, nice. right. This that is true. Nice. That's true. I'm, that's I'm, true. Ex- I'm excited for this movie. Hell yeah! You know what I mean? That's always that's always fun. Like to stick with the Star Wars theme, uh, um, the Force Awakens trailer. I remember being hyped for that, man. Yeah, I think that's a really good trailer. That that's a good trailer. trailer. It is it a good is. trailer. Better than the movie by far. <laughs> that's debatable, but <laughs> we won't get into that. Side. And the light. Yeah. 
I think it makes you really hyped to be like, oh, wow, a new generation of Star Wars. Um, so I, I think that's a great trailer. I remember seeing it even in theaters. Like, even after I'd already seen it, I'm like, oh, nice, this is back again. Same way with a lot of these Marvel movie trailers. I felt the same way, where you're like, uh, you're like, I've seen this already. I, I rushed out to see it immediately, and I'm definitely going to watch it again every time it comes on. I think the Marvel trailers are actually pretty bad. I don't really think they're particularly any good, but I do like seeing the characters in it. And like, because I'm a big comic book fan, right? So I like seeing the characters, like, especially when it's someone showing up on the screen for the first time. And like, I, I really like that. But I think the Marvel trailers are very, very conventional and not very good. Like, that original Avengers trailer is dog shit. It's got like some 2000s rock music playing in the background. It's really bad. Okay, counterpoint. Iron Man has a good trailer. Iron Man has a good trailer, yeah. Well, I would say the Avengers trailer has a good moment in it. Probably one of the best moments in the movie, which that's another topic, right? That frustrates me sometimes about trailers. But if you guys remember, like, the Avengers trailer, you got to see the, you know, they had that moment where they actually, are, like, all assembled and it, it was, like, the pan they around. pan around, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, that's one of the coolest moments in that movie, and that trailer kind of gave it away. I think Marvel tends to overshare in their trailers. <laughs> I think the Civil War trailer is good. And then how great would it have been to see Spider-Man like in the theater instead of at the end of that trailer, right? I know that's like a big surprise that they wanted to like, oh, show off, you know, in the movie trailer, but you can you can keep some things closer to the vest. I think I think it would benefit and I think the the big surprise would have been way more impactful if they kept it secret but then that, that, that gets back to what you're saying about trailers not having their impact anymore is like even if they don't show it in the trailer it's like anyone who's paying attention knows it's still coming yeah i mean i think the the prevalence of like like movie blog sites and just a lot of more easily accessible information right because like a lot of these news sites are reporting like leaked photos and all that kind of stuff like in, in the past it was maybe easier to hide these things but like a lot of these news sites or paparazzi are, you know, they're able to scope out a lot of these surprises that a lot of these movies want to try to hide. You know, I think that partially leads to why, you know, some trailers are just so overexposed now. But I think that's fine, though. I mean, like, I think the, the crummy, grainy, like, iPhone photos isn't going to give away the big moment, like actually mm, showing sure. the scene in your trailer, right? I think you can still kind of ignore those shitty photos from, like, the paparazzi or, like, people sneaking photos on set, right? I think I think that doesn't do the actual scene any justice. That's true. No, that, that yeah, if if we're talking about, like, actually seeing the scene, you're right. It, it You know, no photo is ever going to ruin that. But if you're talking about the surprise of Spider-Man being in the movie, if that is something that you care about, not knowing... That kind of information, I think, is just so easily found now that it's it's hard to hide that kind of yeah. information. Marvel does something interesting with its trailers now. But before we kind of get into that, I kind of want to get into some of like the tropes. Because I think Marvel might be kind of creating their own new trope that they, they do in, in trailers. I mean, some of the tropes like I remember from trailers like, you know, from my youth and even now, like, we grew up in the 90s and, you know, the prevalent um, thing was the the movie guy voice, right? Yeah. Don LaFontaine, yeah. He's like, in a world. In a world. In the year 2017. In a time 
of tradition. In a city where anything can happen. In a war that isn't his. Every day in New York City. On the Miami Police Force. In the Deep South. From the sewers of Gotham. From the rooftops of Gotham. Above Gotham. Within this skyscraper high above the city. In a town driven by competition. The 2010s became this... I, I don't know this use of over blaring sound. And I think that is somewhat accredited to inception. It really is great trailer, um, by the way. Yes. For inception. inception is another great mm-hmm. trailer. It is. What's the most resilient parasite? An idea. A single idea from the human mind can build cities. Over the last couple of years, I think we've seen the needle drop trope, mm. I think, used a lot in trailers where we get, you know, really popular songs that maybe are remixed or redone. It's always the orchestral cover of like a yeah. popular song. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 had Blue Monday. What else? There's a lot of them. Us with the you yeah. know, five on it. You got, I mean, Fifty Shades Great had the Beyonce song. Uh, you have... Promising Young Woman with the Britney Spears cover. Like, mm-hmm. that is so prevalent in, in, I think, today's trailers. I think what Marvel was doing, especially with its, like, Infinity War and Endgame trailers, was specifically putting in false information in the trailers. Do you guys remember this? That's true. I do remember that. Like, there's scenes where you see, like, the Hulk in the in the Infinity War trailers, but he doesn't really show up in the Where movie he's trailer. in Wakanda, That's right? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, uh, Mark Ruffalo and the Hulkbuster in the final yeah. version of the film, yeah. And then uh, Thor, they didn't want to spoil oh, Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so he had both eyes in the Infinity War trailer. Or, like, both eyes were the yeah. same color. And, like, I think Endgame, they wanted to hide the time jump. So, like, they specifically uh, only showed, like, Scarlett Johansson with the blonde hair that she had in Infinity War. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As much as you might think, like, Marvel trailers are not the best or not the the most interesting, I do commend them for that, right? I mean, maybe it's lying a little bit, but I do think that the oversharing of information is really prevalent in, in trailers. And... I like the fact that they're trying to deceive so that you can't get all the information. I agree. I agree. I, that's smart. But going back to like the orchestral covers stuff, mm-hmm. sometimes it works really well, but most of the times it's bad. I feel like most of the time the song has nothing to do with the movie and it's like, all right, you just made a slow orchestral version of like a pop song. Okay. <laughs> it does nothing for you. What, what about the opposite end not the orchestral cover but like the metal or like kind of like heavier cover it's all the same i think it all goes it all goes together i'm thinking girl with the dragon tattoo is one that i remember mm-hmm. yeah that's sticking yeah. out that cover that's sticking out. but the, that one works Led for me Zep- i remember Zep- that trailer i like that i like that cover actually i mean we're kind of skipping ahead but like that's one of my favorite trailers of all time it's so oh. good really? it's so good well first of all it doesn't tell you anything about the movie there's no dialogue in it, right? It's just the cover of Immigrant Song, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's just quick cuts of the movie selling like the atmosphere and the mood. It tells you nothing about the actual plot. I mean, if you if you read the Steve Larson books, you'd know what it's about, but like that's a great trailer.
watch that trailer and you know the exact vibe of that movie, but it doesn't tell you anything else. And I think that's that's exactly what a trailer should be, right? That's what you want, yeah. That's a good kind of transition point. Like, So, Jeff, you've kind of laid out some of the points that I, I agree with, like what makes a good trailer. Amir, do you have anything that you particularly like in trailers? I kind of agree with you guys about about what you're saying. You know, you don't want a trailer that reveals too much. But a good trailer, like, I don't know, there's always, like, that aspect of, like, something that you can't replicate. Where if you're already excited for the property, you know what I mean? That's always mm-hmm. going to be a, a better trailer for you. And so that's a little unfair. There's nothing you can do to really replicate that. Right. I guess there's, like, also trailers that are doing unique things. Like, um, I'm thinking of, like, Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, that, like, pioneers a sort of kind of way of shooting film and shooting trailers i mean let's let's talk about blair witch for a second because that's so unique like and also it can't be replicated today there's no way you can do that today yeah it's it's such a unique byproduct of its time that it's just a confluence of marketing techniques and stuff like that because people are so sleuthy on the internet now that you there's no way you could get that by people these days yeah, they'd be like, oh, such and such as an actress who was hired for this project. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone would look it up and find it out. And yeah. yeah, like IMDb was like in its infancy then. And then like, so you go on the IMDb site and, and it says Blair Witch Project, everyone played themselves or whatever. Like, you know, that's not true. But like, uh, like now, you know, that's not true. But like people actually thought that this was like a true story or whatever. There's like a message board mm-hmm. thread, like exploring the mystery. It was all like new guerrilla marketing tactics that people had never seen before because like the internet was like so new right this is nowadays you just you can't do that anymore because people would be onto you like in a a second yeah it's like it's like those sitcom plots that revolve around someone getting lost where like today they just have a cell phone like they can't get in touch with someone or whatever and it's just like these plots just don't none of them work anymore right you just can't do that anymore what about cloverfield i feel like i was just about that's like the next logical I just watched that trailer before hopping on the pod. <laughs> when you were talking about the Blair Witch, that my mind instantly went to that trailer too. Right? Yeah, that's the the logical next one. I haven't seen it in a while. It's... Yeah, but like I remember that trailer dropping like what only a couple like a month or two or something before the actual like movie came out, and like it was one of those like, wait, what is this? Like, where where did this trailer come from? What is this movie about? And it, it piqued my interest so much. Yeah, I haven't seen Cloverfield in a couple of years, but is that a scene from the movie? Is they, did they just play a scene from the movie, or is that... Because if I remember the trailer, it's the one where, like, the Statue of Liberty had, like, rolls in front of, like, the guest, right? It's just a scene from the movie. There's no, like, quick editing. There's no, like, soundtrack to it, you know? Because it's, it's just the found footage at the house party. It's like one guy's going away party, and then like you hear like the loud noises outside there in New York City, and they like go to the roof, and then they go downstairs, and then like it's the giant Statue of Liberty head that like flies across like Midtown or whatever and lands in the street, you know? That sounds like the scene from the movie, yeah. I think it's just from the movie, right? But I mean, that's fine too. That's that's great. Yeah, that's something that I I've, I've always kind of thought like would would that work? And I maybe it wouldn't. Like, instead of, like, a trailer of all these, like, disparate scenes that are kind of out of out of order, out of, you know, sequence, and we haven't really talked about this, but there are plenty of trailers where there are scenes, like, cut out, right? 
or they use scenes in the trailer that don't even ever make the final cut uh-huh. uh, of a movie. I, like, I, I wonder if it would still pique my interest if it was like that, right? Where we just saw, like, a scene from a movie. All right. Like, my biggest annoyance with movie trailers, like, this, this, I think this trend is really bad, where they play a full scene from the movie and then do, like, a 20-second trailer after yes. that. Yes. I think it's yeah. so annoying and it's so, like, I don't know, like. Yeah, like, let the scene just live on its own, right? Or just, yeah, I think a big example is It Chapter 2, where they had uh, Jessica Chastain's character with, mm, the, mm-hmm. with the old lady, which was completely different from the actual scene in the movie, too. So, like, that was misleading. And then another example is, uh, I mean, this movie's never fucking coming out, but it's <laughs> No Time to Die, the, the, the new James Bond. I, I remember the trailer <laughs> was, like, the the car chase, and then it ends with, like, uh, Bond like swinging from a rope off like a stone bridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so totally inconsistent, like playing a scene and then having like a thirty second like basically like a TV spot afterwards. I think it's kind of sloppy. I think. Yeah, to keep in the vein of this, like one of my favorite movie experiences I think I've ever had was I went to go watch. I think it was I Am Legend in an IMAX theater. Just so I can watch that bank heist from The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was actually just thinking about that. Yeah, I remember like that was the thing, right? They were, It was all, you know, like, oh, if you want to see the first 10 minutes of The Dark Knight, go, you know, you have to see this movie in an IMAX here. I'm like, They did that yes. for uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, too. They did The Dark Knight Rises. So I have a funniest fucking story about this because I went to see an advanced screening of Ghost Protocol with my dad. And they played the Dark Knight Rises plane heist with Bane, where they break mm-hmm. apart the plane in mm-hmm. the midair, and uh, Bane steals Doctor, whatever his name is, from the plane. And then I also took my dad to see the Dark Knight Rises when it came out, and my dad was like, they ripped this movie off from, uh, from Mission Impossible or whatever, because he had no idea what was going on. And he was like, <laughs> it was like they lifted the scene right from that other movie. That was pretty funny. I, I always thought that was really funny. Did you have to explain to him? Like, no, no, no. I that did. Was I was like, a, that was a yeah, preview yeah, yeah, for yeah, this yeah. movie. Yeah, okay. It's very funny. That's hilarious. That is so funny. Okay, let's, let's get into that. What, what are some of your guys' favorite trailers? I know we've already kind of talked about some of them. I think some of my favorite trailers are all trailers that have music in them. And then, like, now I can't dissociate that song from that trailer. Ooh, interesting. Like what? Like the social network. Now I can't listen to Radiohead's Creep without thinking about the social network. And now I can't listen to Immigrant Song without thinking about Dragon Tattoo. When you you talked about, yeah, like. Uh, Dragon Tattoo being one of your favorite shows of all time. I think, like, th- The Social Network, that original, like, trailer with the Radiohead song is probably my favorite trailer. I knew it was so good because I heard that they were making a Facebook movie. And when someone is like, oh, they're making a Facebook movie, it's like, I don't want to watch a Facebook movie. And then when <laughs> yeah. I saw that trailer, I'm like, I want to see this fucking Facebook movie now. Because <laughs> it was so good. Like, that's one of the trailers I rewatched purposely for this recording. and. I didn't realize, you know, you don't realize it back then, but, like, it has, like, some of the best lines. Don't care if it hurts. 
do something substantial in order to get the attention of the clubs. Why? Because they're exclusive and fun, and they lead to a better life. People want to go on the internet and check out their friends, so why not build a website that offers that friends, pictures, profiles? I'm talking about taking the entire social experience of college and putting it online. The site got 2,200 hits within two hours? Thousand. 22,000. This idea is potentially worth millions of dollars. Millions? You stole our website. They're saying we stole the Facebook. I know what it said. So did we. A million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A billion dollars. You're going to get left behind. It's moving faster than any of us ever imagined it would be. Let's sue him in federal court. I can't wait to stand over your shoulder and watch you write as a check. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, that to Facebook. Is there anything that you need to tell me? Your actions could have permanently destroyed everything I've been working on. We have been working on. Did you like being a joke? Do you want to go back to that? Mark! This is our time. You're being accused of intentionally breaching security, violating copyrights, violating individual privacy. Your best friend is suing you for $600 million. As for the charges, I believe I deserve some recognition from this board. Uh, I'm sorry? Yes. I don't understand. Which part? Also, another song I can't dissociate from a movie is Johnny Cash and Hurt with Logan, right? Um, I always think of that when when I oh, really? when I hear that I song. I feel like I, I feel like I heard that song so many times before. Yeah, that trailer that I can I, I just it just doesn't like the percentage of times I've seen yeah yeah that's versus the percentage of times I've listened to Hurt. It just doesn't even compare. So like it doesn't the association just isn't there for me. But oh. I think like that trailer itself is so good that now I just associate like if, that song is everywhere and like I also think like. Something like hooked on a feeling. I, I just associate that with Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. now, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I don't listen to hooked on. A, I don't. That's not a song I listen to, right? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's different if it's like a cover that is like for the trailer, right? Like the Trent Reznor, Karen O, immigrant song. Like that's for that, right? Yeah. Whereas like Johnny Cash has heard it's just a fucking song. You know what yeah, because I mean? like, that yeah. was that's an, like an actual song that's like it's just a song that they one used of my favorite songs. Yeah, so whereas like, like if it's a if it's yeah if it's done for the trailer and they you know I don't know chop and screw it or whatever the fuck, um, then that's a little then that like that version I think will associate with the trailer for me, but I don't know about like the song itself, right? To go with in the same vein as, as Jeff, because I, I think we have very similar tastes in the sense like some of my favorite trailers have you know like songs associated with them. Uh, I'm thinking about like us, you know, I already talked about it, but like that cover uh-huh. of I Got Five on it is mm, yeah. so well used in that trailer. Yeah. That's a classic right there. What does I Got Five on it mean? It's about drugs. It's not about drugs. It's a dope song. Don't do drugs. Get in rhythm. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> and then really recently, like probably my favorite trailer of last year was the Promising Young Woman trailer. Mm-hmm. That use of Britney Spears just is so perfect, that tone of that trailer. And then it just got me so excited to watch that movie. What about you, Mary? I mean, it doesn't have to be ones that have songs in it. Like, what are some of your favorite trailers? Oh, no, we did a bunch of them. I can only think really of like recent things. I feel like... 
it's difficult to compare trailers across like time or whatever. Yeah, I I think a lot of the trailers that we're talking about that we really like are very recent. Yeah, I think I think there's an artistry that wasn't really present for movie trailers. Not that it didn't exist because I mean, I was going to get into this later, but there's a bunch of older trailers that I really like too that I think are just all-timers and they were just like really different. I mean, before we get into maybe some of the older ones, like, like I guess maybe two other ones that I, I really love that probably more quote-unquote current is, I mean, we already mentioned one, which was the Inception trailer. Absolutely love that trailer. Like, it, you know, it's now become this trope, right? The use of that blaring sound. But now, like, you know, back then when that, when that, that hit, it was so fresh and it was like, what is this? And it was, it's, it was so Nolan and it, it worked so well with like, like the kind of mind trippiness of that of that uh, trailer and well it also doesn't tell you that much about the movie right i think that's great too and i think christopher nolan's movies i mean he obviously has nothing to do with the trailers but like his movies do that a lot where like his trailers are just like event hype right they're just hyping up a big cinematic event i think that the the inception trailer where like it doesn't show you anything and then it has like that the the slogan the, the hallway scene and it's like your mind is the scene of the crime, which is pretty cool. I think uh, the trailer for Tenet kind of fucking ruined things, where it's like, it's time for a new protagonist, which kind of fucking sucks. But... <laughs> well, I didn't realize watching the trailer at the time what the fuck that meant, so it didn't ruin it. Yeah, but I mean... At the time of this, yeah. That even does sound stupid, though. I mean, it's no, your mind is the scene of the crime, which is kind of kind of cool, right? Like, what, what does that even fucking mean? Time for a new protagonist? What? What the fuck? Doesn't mean anything. So, did you know what Tenet was going to be about from the from the trailer? Do you think it gave too much away? Because I don't think so. I honestly, I yeah, no. I, from the Tenet trailer, I had no idea what it was about. I, I mean, no trailer, more than Inception. Because I think the big thing in the Tenet trailer was the the car flipping backwards and stuff, and then in Inception, it was like the hallway scene with Joseph Gordon Levitt, right? So, I mean, it's similar. Yeah, which I think is good. I think they're both sim- similarly restrained. Yeah, and then the other one I would want to mention from the last couple of years that I absolutely loved was the Man of Steel trailer. Do you guys remember that first trailer? Dude, I I mean, let's get into this a little bit because I think Zack Snyder's kind of a lousy filmmaker. But his, <laughs> He's tra- a lousy his dr- trailers, though, right? His the trailers, trailers are good. His trailers his- go hard, man. All his trailers are are pretty good. I think. Yeah, three hundred Watchmen. Yeah, Man 300 has a great trailer. Yeah, their trailers are are great. And I think that's probably, you know, it's a testament to his, like, visual style. Like artistry, visual, yeah. Yeah, visual artistry. Like, maybe he's not the best, like, overall director. But I've always commended Zack Snyder for having at least, like, a vision that that is, at, at times, really beautiful. Uh, it Maybe the movie itself doesn't always come together. Well, here here's also the thing. Zack Snyder's, like, a visual auteur, right? So, like, that is very, very conducive to creating great trailers. Trailers. Because, like, all of his shots are, like, money shots, right? Or gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think the Man of Steel trailer is, like, phenomenal. It's, like, the trailer itself is, like, one of the best Superman movies or, like, pieces yeah. of media, I think. <laughs> it just kind of sucks that the movie's not as good, you know? But I think it captures... 
Well, yeah, he, he doesn't he doesn't understand Superman as a character, but he sure can shoot him. He can pretend with this trailer, which is which is great. It's got like the the Hans Zimmer score, and then you got like young Clark in the field with the pretend cape, and it's great. That's a, that's a great trailer, I think. Right there with Zack Snyder in my head, even though they're not alike really as filmmakers, they have like a similar like talent with with visual style. Is Michael Bay? Mm-hmm. But do you think his trailers, the trailers for his movies, are as good? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Actually, yeah. But they're pretty decent. I feel like yeah. they're pretty solid. Like I think, and I think his movies are way better. I mean, there. I, I mean, I can't pinpoint any Michael Bay trailers per se, but I know some of his movies were like, you know, it's Michael Bay. But then you watch the trailer, I'm like, oh man, that that actually looks kind of fun. Maybe I should watch it. And but then you watch the movie and it's dog shit still. <laughs> but that's a testament to the trailer, right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's the that's the job of the trailers to get you in in the seat so that you'll watch the movie. I mean, going back to Zack Snyder, I think the Watchmen trailer is great too. Yeah, even though yeah. the movie's yes. not so good, just with the end is the beginning is the end by smashing pumpkins. That's great. It's a great trailer. That is an excellent one, actually. That's actually. Better than the movie. That's another one where the trailer's better yeah. than the movie. See, his his trailers don't telegraph the fact that he doesn't know how to translate. What the fuck he's talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So if, if we're on this topic, the best trailer, in my opinion, that's so much better than the actual movie is The Suicide Squad. Do you guys remember this trailer? Is that a good trailer, though? Yes. That trailer is actually... It copies a little bit... You know, the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing. But I remember that trailer and after I watched it and I was like, okay, so this movie actually might be good. Like, Mm. it was fun. It was energetic. There seemed to be so much charisma from, like, Will Smith and Margot Robbie already just coming out of the trailer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it famously got to the point where, like, people were, like, so hyped about the trailer that they recut the movie. To be more like the trailer. I remember that. Like, remember that's, that's a testament true. to that trailer, right? That's a good point. <laughs> you know, that's like, an excellent and, point. Uh, and it didn't work as a movie, but I remember the trailer getting me so excited. And, you know, it got my expectations maybe too high. And then when I watched the movie, it was a terrible movie. And it still is. Like, no amount of expectations is going to make that movie any better anyway. But, um, yeah, I remember that trailer being awesome. Like, awesome. All right. Well, let's let's get into this then, Jeff. You you mentioned some older trailers, right? Uh, I I personally don't like. You know, I I guess when I'm looking at my list, I'm like, oh man, my latest really only goes back to 2010. So yeah, I think I think a lot of older trailers. It's got like the cheesy voiceover, blaring text on the screens, and it's just like very very messily put together. But there are some old ones that are great. Like the original Alien trailer is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one comes mm-hmm. up a lot when people are talking about trailers, yeah. It's just all mood and atmosphere and it's like the glyphs uh showing up on the screen and it becomes the word alien and then like the music like ramps up to like intensity and it's like rapid cuts of like all the horror elements that come later in the movie and like it doesn't show you that much but it's fantastic. And then it, it ends with, like, in space, no one can hear you scream, which is, like, the tagline. It, it's great. It's a great trailer. And then another one that's really, really great is from 1991. And a prime example of a trailer that doesn't use anything from the movie, it's, like, completely newly shot footage, is Terminator 2, Judgment Day. 
Oh, because they didn't want to give away that he was the good guy, right? Yeah, so the whole trailer is just a T-800 on the assembly line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The T-800 being built, the exoskeleton, and then, like, at the end, they put, like, the flesh on it, and that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's great. That's a great trailer. Talking about a trailer that's so much better than the actual movie, Salvation was also, I remember that trailer being good. I remember that one being good. That Mm -hmm. movie being trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I need to go back and watch some of these older trailers. Have you guys ever seen the um, trailer for The Shining, like the original The Shining? Oh, the with the blood, right? Yeah, with the blood. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. Insane, I have. I've, that's an yeah. insane trailer. That's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that one is that one is nuts, too. That's a really good one. Again, there's really not much in it besides that, like, besides like that crazy shot of the blood. But it's it's a good one. It doesn't give away too much. Yeah, it's hard because I I mean, when I think about like older trailers, I just like it's really hard for me to disassociate from the the movie trailer voice guy. Yeah. And it becomes it's almost, you know, it's become a cliche. It's become, you know, something you kind of laugh at when you hear the words like in a world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is harder to kind of judge those trailers, you know, versus the ones we have now. You know, in in 20 years, someone's probably going to be laughing at the fact that, you know, all these trailers have, like, you know, hit pop songs that have been redone, right? Like, that's going to be the thing that people associate with, like, the 2010s and 2020s. Yeah, I think it's funny because we just weren't alive during those older movies. So, like, our just recollection is not, like... Because those, those trailers came out, like, in the theaters in, like, the 70s and 80s. We just weren't alive. So, like, we have close to zero knowledge about, like how people actually felt about these trailers, right? I just think it's I just, I just think it's interesting. Yeah, you can't experience it in the right order, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Seeing the trailer, then seeing the movie. Yeah, then, exactly. Like, being able to compare your reaction to the trailer to your reaction to the movie, it's always going to be looking back. You're always going to be, oh, yeah, this, this uh, uh, let's go back and watch the trailer for a movie I've already seen that came out before I was born. It's like, eh, it's not really going to work. So, okay, I, I have, like, a perspective on this. Oh, shit. Here we go. No, no. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> so, for a pretty close to almost six, seven years, I kind of stopped watching trailers. I remember you told me this. Yes. Like, I was the guy that really was getting very frustrated with how much trailers exposed about movies. So, I, like, kind of stopped watching them uh like i would go to a theater and bring like headphones earphones put them in put on some music and just kind of close my eyes or like if i was with somebody i would actually leave the theater and then just come back when the trailers were done really wow that's intense because i was just like you know like it it really started with like a lot of the marvel properties like i felt like in you know marvel did a terrible job really bad job of like really over sharing in their trailers uh, a lot of the big blockbuster movies, I think, do this um, too. So, like, I, I, at a point, I was just like kind of frustrated, and I just stopped watching trailers. But I would, I love trailers. Like, I love, love trailers. So, I would, I would be the person that, after watching a movie, I'd go back and watch the trailers still because I wanted to see like what they put in the trailers and like, um, like how much of it like actually made the movie. Like that kind of fascinated me too. So, like. Yeah, it was it was an interesting kind of a couple years, but now I've kind of just like I don't care anymore, and I watch trailers now. Yeah, you, Marvel Marvel does do that a lot, I think, and I think it's it's wise to like sometimes cover your eyes and ears with Marvel stuff. 
I think Thor Ragnarok with Hulk. How great would it have been to like witness that without having been spoiled? They made that such a like a centerpiece of that trailer uh, of like that arena fight, you know. And I think I think that's kind of a mistake. Can, can you not be spoiled anymore, though? I guess if you're a casual, I guess casual people can can be not spoiled. Like, would you would you have known anyway if you hadn't seen it in the trailer? That is a good question. I'm trying to figure out if no, honestly. Um, okay, so you're not to falling your to that level where okay. yeah, I'm especially because I do love movies and I read a lot of movie news and all that kind of stuff. Like, th- there's no way I was going to be fully unspoiled by these things. But right. that wasn't my issue, right? It was about seeing like some of these like big scenes that they already like. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to see that Avengers pan around scene in the movie. Mm. I didn't want to see that in the trailer. And that was very frustrating to me. And like, same thing for Jeff, like to, to see the actual like interaction between like Thor and Hulk for the first time. Like I got to see that in the movie, not in the trailer. Like, cause I didn't watch that trailer. Right. So like, that was really nice for me, like to be able to say, like, I got to experience these things like kind of, in the movie first rather than the trailer like force awakens was another one like i had no idea that ray was going to be the lead slash the jedi in the movie like i had no idea moving forward or or even before i watched that movie like i knew i was going to watch star wars so i didn't watch any trailers and that was a, a really nice surprise for me i guess maybe yeah some things aren't spoiled for me which was which is nice Wait, so did you not see that trailer at all? Or did you, like, go back and... I went back and watched it afterwards. Afterwards? Oh, that's so weird. But you, like, intentionally avoided it? Yes, I intentionally avoided. What about you, Jeff? Do you remember, like, doing anything special for that trailer? Not really. But I do really like that trailer, I think. It's a great... It's a good trailer. Like, I saw it, I watched it immediately and watched it a couple times after that. Like, I was really psyched. I was hyped for that movie because of how good that trailer was. I think that swell of, like, the John Williams score is just so beautiful and like really gets you you know if, especially if you're like a fan of star wars you know and and i think when the when the millennium falcon is just like speeding through uh the desert i, I think that's great i think it's a, such a great trailer moment yeah and i've had discussions with friends about this right like i do during those couple of years i missed the like the talk around the trailers right when the trailers broke and people were talking about it like i couldn't do that and I remember that Force Awakens trailer, like, after watching it, I was like, oh, this is a really good trailer. And I remember it feeling like, oh, it didn't actually give too much away. But I do remember, like, the cap of that trailer. Isn't that the end of the trailer when, like, Han and Chewie come out and, like, he says, like, oh, we're home. Yeah. Like, that was a really great moment, I think, in the movie. And I probably would have been a little upset that it kind of spoiled that for me is I guess like my that was my reasoning for not watching trailers. Yeah, you you know what's funny? I think there are a lot of trailers that you like to watch over and over again, but that doesn't mean that they're good. I think a prime example is the new Mortal Kombat trailer. That thing fucking slaps. It's it's cool as fuck, but is it actually a good trailer? <laughs> You fucking beauty. Let's let's get into this. I actually wanted to do this. So um, I, I think it'd be kind of fun. You know, normally we kind of like take a movie to review. 
I think this was uh, this would be a good one for us to kind of like break down a little bit and like talk about because I mean last I think it was last week Deadline reported that like this has become the biggest red band trailer of all time now. What? Deadline's reported 116 million people have watched it in its first week. That's a lot. Which beats Logan and beats Deadpool, which were the previous holders of that record. What about this trailer, like, works, right? But then also, what about this trailer doesn't work? For me, I think it's so successful because it just has what seems like some of the... Probably it's going to be some of the coolest moments in this trailer or in this movie. Like, I I kind of wish we didn't see the... Um, you know, Sub-Zero, like, shattering Jax's arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, that's such a cool moment that, like, I understand why they put it in the trailer, right? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, the moment where he fucking, like, makes a blade out of Scorpion's blood. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is but, cool. Yeah. So, like, I think it has some really great moments. And, and I think that's why, you, you, like you said, this trailer is just badass. So badass. With some of these trailers, I think a really fun thing to do is, like, watch people's reactions to it, too. So, like, I'm on, like, YouTube. I, like, watch, like, people reacting to the trailer. I know it's dumb as fuck, but I, like, I like doing that because some of these moments are so cool, you know? And, like, I think the Mortal Kombat trailer is just, like, a string of, like, cool moments that people want to see, you know? And I think... I think it's been so long since the last movies and, like, people are just itching for, like, a new take on this property... Which is kind of weird, right? Like, isn't that odd? Like, that people are, like, aching for a take on a video game movie property? Like, that's strange. It is strange. It is strange. And, like, the first one is not, like, good, right? Oh, no. I mean, it's fun, but it's, yeah, it's not a good movie. Yeah, no. But do hundreds of millions of people like it? I, I don't know about that. I don't know if you guys remember this. Like, a couple of years ago, I think it was, what, Machinima? I don't Ma- Machinima? You... Yeah. Machinima. Didn't they release, like, a like a short-form... Yeah, uh, yeah they remember exactly what we're talking series? about. Those were great. I think those really led to this, right? Because I remember the excitement from those, and then really shortly after those were done, they, they announced, I think, was this movie, was that they were going to do a, li- you know, a new live-action Mortal Kombat. So, like, I think it's been in the eye the last couple of years, so I think... Uh, people were kind of excited like i was kind of excited but then after seeing this trailer now i'm like really excited because it looks it looks pretty pretty i don't i don't want to say it looks good but it looks like it's going to be like lots fun. of fun yeah which yeah, means yeah. it's good right like that's what you want a mortal kombat movie to be right yeah. so like it's not supposed to be a fucking i don't know 99% of critics like it uh you know on rotten tomatoes and it gets all the fucking critical awards right it's supposed to be like a C movie critics are like, oh, this is so dumb, and everybody who watches it actually fucking loves it. Like that's what it's supposed to be. I think when a movie is like pretending to be something it's not, that's a problem, and this isn't that at all. And I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think they get. I think yeah. they get what Mortal Kombat is supposed to be, and uh, so it bodes well for the success of the movie, right? Also, OG Mortal Kombat movie, pretty good. I, I do like that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's the second one that isn't very good at all. So, I just learned this about the second movie. I, this, this shit is wild. I, I feel like people don't know this, and it's crazy. So, they filmed the movie, and they put shitty CGI effects in it for a test screening. And then the test screening did well. So, the studio executive was like, eh. We don't need to spend more money on these CG effects. So 
let's just send it out. And that's what happened. So I think it's so funny wow. that they did that. Wow. I, I that's think that's terrible. hilarious. Yeah, I remember that movie was that movie was not very good. And it was I, I actually have a, a friend who like loves. Okay. He actually doesn't play the Mortal Kombat games, but he actually loves the Mortal Kombat lore so much that he like researches after. Yeah, he like loves the lore. So he like reads up on it. Like he goes to YouTube and watches like the cinematics. So he gets the story, but he actually never really plays the games. I think fighting game lore is so funny. Like, what do you pick as canon, right? Because like you have like 26 characters or like 35 characters and then like. You beat the game as one character, and is that ending the, the canon one? Like, how do you pick which one is, like, the canonical ending, right? It's so funny. And I think I think Mortal Kombat lore probably just doesn't make any sense. It's so funny that your friend is, like, such a big <laughs> fan of it. Well, the funny thing is, like, I was... At, uh, yeah, I was like, after this trailer, I asked him, I was like, oh, what's, like, what's lore and what's not? And, like, he was telling me, like, oh, that's new to the movie, and... Oh, that's kind of like from lore. So I'm like, oh, this that's is so funny. It's kind of interesting. What I think what the de- director is kind of choosing to do with this, and I mean, I, I, my hopes is that you know, once this movie does come out, when it when it hits HBO Max, we'll we'll cover this, so we'll talk about all the kind of things, those kind of things later. But yeah, I'm if if your friends available, we can bring them on to explain the lore to us. Yeah, we could. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of funny that I I, I agree with you, Jeff. Like. Especially, I, I think when we think about like the old '90s uh, fighting games, that was the case. Mm-hmm. I think they've recognized that, and like it, you know, fighting games now do have kind of like a more definitive like story going, you know, in, into them. Like I'm thinking about like the DC Injustice games. Like those actually have a story that it follows, and like those are pretty. If you're interested in like watching those cinematics, those are pretty good. And I think. Some of these later, you know, Mortal Kombat's do have like an actual story, but I agree. Like back in the old days, like it was just like you you got a story for everyone you beat it with. So it's like, well, what's the real story then? Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, they've, they've just got to pick one. What are you gonna do? Okay. Hard pivot from the fucking uh, Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat trailers. We mentioned this the franchise briefly, but we didn't really actually go into it. What about fucking James Bond trailers? I actually generally think the James Bond trailers are pretty good. I love the use of the music um, in them a lot of the times because it's always just that James Bond theme that they like to use. Generally, I get excited, you know, after pretty much every time I watch a James Bond trailer. I mentioned this already. I think the No Time to Die trailer kind of sucks. But I think all the Craig Bond trailers are great, save for that, I think. They are. Yeah, um, even like the Quantum of Solace trailer, which yeah, you know, yeah, like, even a really Spectre, shitty movie, yeah, even <laughs> yeah. Spectre, yeah, oh yeah, I remember the Spectre trailer was always something that that got me like super excited to watch um, Spectre, but yeah, and, that of, didn't and of course turn Casino out. Royale, yeah, oh yeah, wasn't the scene Casino Royale that one was like where it was all in gray, right? Well, it was the flashback scene where he was getting like his yes. double, o, double O status, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that. That was great. And along the same vein, I think the the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer is great. Oh my god, yes. Yes, that's a very good It's one. so good. I think uh, the song choice, like the that Imagine Dragon song, Friction, I think it just goes so... I think it's coincidental, right? I don't think they wrote that song for the movie. No, I don't think so. I think that's on one of their albums. Mm-mm. It just coincidentally sounds like the Mission Impossible theme, and it like goes into the... Mm-hmm. 
the orchestral theme like perfectly, right? And I, I think I think that's a great trailer. Also, great movie. Yeah. You had a terrible choice to make in Berlin. One life over millions. And now the world is at risk. This is the CIA's mission. If he had held on to the plutonium, we wouldn't be having this conversation. This team would be dead. Yes, they would. That's the job. You don't understand what you're involved in. You need to walk away. Please don't make me go through you. This is not exclusive to Mission Impossible trailers, but I think like, you know, Tom Cruise has become very synonymous for the does his own stunts, you know, and he's also like kind of amped up the kind of crazy things he's done over the last decade in his movies. And I think the people that like make trailers for his movies has also recognized this. So like, you know, a lot of times it does coincide with Mission Impossible movies, right? Like in the trailer, we got to see him hanging off that plane, right? He's like, we, you know, a lot of the, tra- uh, the trailer for Mission Impossible 4 is like a lot of him scaling the Burj Khalifa. Right, right, right. And um, Fallout, he's like flying that helicopter himself. And then lately it's the the Top Gun Maverick trailer mm-hmm. right, where he's actually fighting like flying that like fighter jet or something and like it's it's a great use of like what tom cruise is kind of known for now and then part and then also like using that to like hype the movie uh i i do think that that's kind of cool to see in his trailer speaking of the maverick trailer i like that trailer a lot too mm-hmm. When it goes into like the orchestral version of that that Top Gun anthem, it's so great. Cause like I I watched like Top Gun so much when I was a little kid, you know, and like I was a little surprised they didn't use Danger Zone. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> of course, that's right. But uh, that's a good trailer. I think it it really hits like the notes of nostalgia, and I I think that's that's great. I want to ask you guys. We talk a lot about these trailers. We haven't mentioned a single trailer for a comedy movie. Okay. Are there any comedy trailers that are good? I feel like they're mostly bad because you're just telling jokes from the movie. So this is the genre of trailers I hate the most because... I understand. I get it. I get it. This is the type of trailer that always, always gives away the best line or the the best best jokes. Mm. In order to get you to come to the movie, right? You know, whoever designs these trailers, like, for some reason, for comedies, always has to, like, pick the best line or the best joke. And then it's like, oh, we've already seen that. Like, jokes or comedy, that it, that's all it's about, right? It's about the punchlines. And then you give it away in a trailer. It, like, it really diminishes it how it feels in a movie. Well, I think if the best jokes are in your trailer, then your movie's pretty bad, probably. The one comedy in the last couple years, and I don't really remember the trailer, but I commended the trailer for not giving away the best line was the big sick. Was that the 9-11 joke? Yes. Yes. That (laughs) 9-11 joke is one of the funniest jokes in a movie I've seen in like forever. And I was just so glad to like realize that they never used it in any of its trailers because I just hate, hate comedy trailers. What Borat? The second Borat trailer. Well, I guess the second Borat trailer, it didn't really give away like the big, big reveal of that movie. So maybe, yeah, no, I, yeah I guess that's that's good. 
I think the least bad offenders are probably Judd Apatow movies. I think those trailers tend to be pretty good. I remember King of Staten Island having a pretty decent trailer. Maybe Judd Apatow movies have, like, a lot of heart in them, too. So, like, it kind of balances out so where it doesn't have to give away the jokes, right? Like, it gives away a couple of the really good jokes, which is fine, but, like, it keeps a lot of the the really good ones in the movie, too, without giving them away, so... By the way, really shitty at pacing, by the way. All of his movies are way too fucking long. I don't think he's ever made a movie that's, like, under two hours. Any current trailers that are, like, out right now that have grabbed your attention? Cautiously optimistic about Dune based on the trailer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, what, what about Batman? What about the Batman trailer? Oh, yeah, the Batman trailer was I thought was really good, the one that we got. Yeah, surprisingly restrained, and I think it doesn't show that much, and I think that's pretty cool. You don't really get any shots of, like, the villains. You only get, like, glimpses of the bat suit. You don't even see Catwoman in costume. I think it's good. I think it does exactly what a trailer should do. Yeah, in the end, for me, as long as, you know, I come out of a trailer and I'm, like, excited to watch a movie or if it, like, piques my interest to watch a movie, I think generally a trailer in that regard is successful. Yeah. But there are definitely ones that stand out, right? That even after the movie comes out, like years later, like I remember the trailer. That that for me makes like a great trailer, right? An all time trailer. This is neither here nor there, but you guys should watch the trailer for The Handmaiden. That's one of my favorite trailers of all time. It's very much in the vein of uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, where there's no dialogue in it and it's just like quick cuts to like scenes in the movie. But it just gives you the vibe of the movie, you know, and that's uh, it's great. Yeah, this is another, like, fucking zig- genre zigzag. I, I almost thought it was out, but I just thought of this. How about horror movie trailers? I feel like horror movie trailers are usually pretty decent. Yeah. I think horror movie trailers, a lot of them tend to be most of the time better than the actual movie sometimes. I think it's just easier to cut together something that's the horror elements and, like, the tension and the suspense, you know? I'm thinking of something like St. Maud or something like that. Right? Yeah, St. Maud has a great trailer. The movie's really good, too. Good, great trailer, yeah. Um, I think Ari Aster trailers are pretty good. Hereditary, Midsummer. All right. I think if there's nothing else, that will conclude this week's episode. Uh, Jeff, where can people find you? You can find me on my blog at strangeharbors.com, and you can also find me on instagram and twitter at strange harbors what about you guys you can find me on the internet in various places what about you derek uh you can find me at the wrong dig dig spelled d-a-y-i-k and that is for instagram and twitter uh but if you like this podcast the easiest way to support our podcast is to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts whether it be apple podcasts spotify stitcher or any of the other popular podcast apps If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please do us a favor and give us a great star rating. It really helps to get our podcast out to more listeners. Yeah, and if you guys have any questions, comments, suggestions, if you guys have anything you guys want to add to our trailer episode, your favorite trailers, anything you might have missed. What are some of your favorite trailers? Like, I want to know. Yeah, any trailers that were in the categories that we mentioned that we didn't really talk about well i want to hear it we want to hear it so um feel free to shoot us a line at jeff at strangeharbors.com and with that i think we will conclude this week's episode and we will see you guys next week all right see you next week everybody
See you guys soon.